Hey everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit session. I'm Danny Pumploon, and I'm your host. Today we have Sylvie on the show. Sylvie, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, so for the listeners out there, Sylvie and I uh, work together at Yoga Tree, and believe it or not, I've actually I've never met her in person, but I have communicated with her uh, via email, and I hear really great things about her, and uh, from everyone in the community, people were just... Uh, giving a really good buzz and she has some really good stuff to say um uh you know on her social media about yoga so that's why i decided to have her on the show today i'm excited to have you sylvie excited to be here on your show sylvie how do i say your last name i don't want to butcher it <laughs> hebden say it one more time hebden all right you you heard it from her <laughs> <laughs> Well, awesome. Let's get right to it, Sylvie. So, um, why yoga? Uh, why yoga for me? Um, in short, because yoga um, helps me um, be a better person. Um, it helps me um, have a better life. Um, and um, I got into yoga uh, when I was in college. I had lower back issues. Um, and um, Yoga was helping me, but also I realized that I really enjoy yoga just for what it is. And um, I just never stopped. Yeah. <laughs> and I just started doing yoga when I was 22 and um, continued doing yoga until this day. And I feel like I will just do yoga until the day I die. <laughs> I, th I think it's funny that a lot of us get into yoga because of an injury or, you know, it's not like our, our first go-to. Uh, we end up, you know, like getting, like I said, we end up getting hurt or something happens that, you know, we end up <laughs> having to go to it and then fall in love with it. Yes, exactly. That's what happened to me. And um, when I was on my yoga mat, I feel like I can be myself. Um, I felt very happy. I felt like I don't need anything else in that moment. Um, and um, it was it was really a profound shift in my life. Um, and then I just kept doing it and never stopped. That's awesome. That's, I love it. Where did you start practicing yoga at? Um, I started practicing yoga in the Czech Republic. I'm from the Czech Republic. Um, and the last year I was in college and then um, I basically uh, finished my last semester on Friday, and on Monday I was in the United States. And um, I started going to yoga studios here in the Bay Area, and just you know started going there on a regular basis. So, so you yeah. you didn't skip any time. You were like <laughs> you graduated and said bye. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you know you wanted to come to the Bay Area specifically? because of of yoga or you just wanted to come out here uh well i spent some time on the east coast um the year before i came, I came tonight to, to san francisco and i wanted to explore the west coast um i didn't know anything about san francisco i just wanted to be in the city on the west coast and um you know, when I came here, I was living with a family and they knew that I like yoga and I like healthy food. And and um, the father was like, yeah, Sylvie, you're going to like it here. 
<laughs> awesome. I have to ask you, Sylvie, what's the, is there a yoga scene in the Czech Republic? Is it as big as it is here in San Francisco or, you know, even in the Bay Area or, or you know, oh, I don't know. What's it like out there? So when I left, there was no yoga scene. Um, there were some random classes. Um, we, me and my friend found a class um, that was in this community center. It was once a week. It was donation based and, um, you know, it was fun. We went once a week um, and then just hung out afterwards. Um, so no, there was not really any yoga scene, but I actually went to uh, the Czech Republic three years ago to teach workshops and I was in Prague and I was very pleased to see that the yoga scene, if you will, has evolved and there's a lot of studios, a lot of places to practice and um, they offer classes in Czech and in English. Oh, wow. so the classes are, are half like in Czech and English together or they offer separate classes? Some are English and some are Czech. Yeah, they offer separate classes and most of the instructors can speak English. So if they happen to have an English speaking person in the class, um, you know, it's, a no, it's, a, it's not a problem. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I've always thought about that. Like, how would it, you know, what, what if I went to a yoga class in, let's say, I don't know, China, I, I guess I could sit in the back and follow along, but it, it'd kind of be cool because, you know, the movements are very uh, dynamic and, and, and uh, you, you, can, you can pick it up as, as a practitioner, you know, you can kind of see what's going on, but it'd be kind of cool to just kind of sit back and, and get lost and, and, and find your own rhythm. Yeah, I actually I actually had a funny moment because they told me that I can teach yoga in English if I want to. But I said, no, this is my native language. I will teach it in Czech. But then I realized that because I learned yoga in English, I didn't know how to teach it in my native language. <laughs> so I spent two weeks translating <laughs> everything back to my native language. Well... And, and I know that in um, actually I had this happen like in I don't know it was a few months ago someone actually took my class and they were from Mexico and we were we were speaking Spanish because I speak Spanish fluently and uh, when I started the class I started teaching in English and she was she was catching on and in the middle of class she actually like like asked what uh, I had called out for full wheel and she's like what's full wheel. And I was like, oh, it's, and I demoed it. And she's like, oh no, we call this blah, blah, blah. Or it was something completely different. I don't know. I, I don't remember what the word was, but it was something completely different. So I'm sure that some of the postures, you know how, you know, in, in English, we, t we take the postures and give them names. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that they give them different names in Czech as well. I had I had few moments, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was about the wheel because I said wheel and they didn't know what it was and I'm like so what is it and they're like it's the full bridge. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I want to say like the girl called it like a like a the crescent of the moon or I don't know I don't know it was something. <laughs> I feel like we always have names for all yoga postures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely had a couple moments where I just didn't know the pose and they had to help me. <laughs> um, but talking about the language, when I came to the United States, I 
could speak English, but I didn't know all the words, so mm-hmm. I actually did have to follow along. Right. Um, when I said yoga here, and sometimes I had no idea what the teacher is saying. And I have to say, despite me not really understanding everything, I was able to experience yoga and just really feel yoga and feel the benefits. Um, it's cool because, I mean, it gets you, it really gets you, uh, I mean, out of your head where you're not focusing, you know, too much on the words. You're just really dropping into what your body is doing. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Awesome, Sylvie. Well, you know, one of the reasons why I, I wanted to have you on the show is actually I was I was poking around on Facebook and, you know, for everyone listening out there, Sylvie had posted this really you know, cool posts. And it said, you know, why, why can yoga be intimidating? And as I read it, I was like, Oh, my God, that's such a great topic for for the show. And what better person to to talk about it than you since it was fresh and on your mind. So I want to ask you, Sylvie, why, uh, why can yoga be intimidating outside of the language stuff we just talked about? Or maybe include the language stuff we just talked about? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So I, uh, the more I started teaching yoga, the more I started hearing from people that yoga is intimidating for them. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that, you know, I've had some moments in my practice where I was scared or there are some poses mm-hmm. that scare me personally. Um, um, for example, hand standing in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never found yoga intimidating, and I really wanted to know what scares people, and that's why I put the question on Facebook, um, and that's why I keep asking people around. And um, first of all, I want to acknowledge that fear is a powerful emotion, right? Right. And it can make we can make it or break it like we can like we are fearful or we feel the fear and we can just leave the yoga room and just never come back um it can be that powerful right and i just want to take a moment and pause and really like dig a little deeper and see like what what is behind that fear sure Um, and sort of dissect it and find way out of the fear right um, and, you know, I kind of lumped the comments into two categories mm-hmm. and the first category is, you know, I'm not flexible, therefore I cannot do the pose. Right. Therefore I am bad. I'm not good. Right. Um, so there's that, um, a logic, if you will, that people have in their minds that really stops them. And, um, was that your number one, when you, when you posted that, was that like one of the number one things that came up was that I'm not flexible? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I get that a lot from many people that, like, I'm not flexible, I cannot do the pose, therefore, you know, I feel intimidated, um, and because I'm not good at it, 
I'm just not going to do yoga. Right. I think it's funny when people say that, when people are like, oh, well, I, I, I can't do yoga because I'm not flexible. And in my mind, I'm like, well, that's like saying you can't eat because you're hungry. <laughs> like yeah. it has, it, it's, 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 I mean, that's, that's kind of, that's why we go to, that's one of the reasons why we go to yoga is, you know, definitely to, definitely to have more, you know, flexibility in the body. And, you know, we tend to get the health, the physical health attributes and, and benefits of it. Um, you know, on top of all the other ama- the amazing things that happen, you know, to, to the mind and to, uh, I don't know, just to, to be able to, in, in that space, so much happens, you know? Yeah. And I thought about this a lot. And um, what I would like to um, encourage people to do here is to shift um, the point of view, right? right. Instead right. of saying, yoga is intimidating, or um, I cannot do this. Um, what about if we say I am scared, or I feel the fear, right? And the reason I'm saying this is because when you say that thing is intimidating, there's not much you can do. But if you say I am scared, you put the responsibility on yourself. Ah, it means that you can also do something about that. Right. You are in this powerful position that I can actually change my relationship to fear. Right. Um, and that gives you the power to really create change. That's good. I've never, I've never, I've never heard that. I've never even thought about it that way myself. Cause there's definitely a few things that I think, Oh, well that's a little intimidating, but you're right. If you actually acknowledge the emotion or, you know, even welcome it in and sit down with it for a little bit, you have uh, you have the power to, to get to know it, to explore it. And then when you get to know it, you can say, OK, thank you very much. I'm done with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. What other um, what other answers did you get on uh, why yoga can be intimidating? Um, the other common answer is people compare themselves um, to others. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, I'm a guy and there's a girl and like she can do stuff I cannot, right? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, there is a person and they like have, you know, like shorts and tank top and they look really hot and I don't. And, um, you know, just about the skill level, comparing themselves on the skill level, the way other other people look. Um, and that comparison really just makes us feel intimidated and fearful and we kind of shrink, right? right. Um, so and- what, what, do you, what do you say to those people? What do you say to those people that that and that come up with that you know that hey i am intimidated because you know there's the person next to me that can do all these postures and there's the person in in the class that you know looks a certain way how do you how do you encourage those people to uh to to come to class or to to find a practice of their own yeah so there are two things i would like to say um the first one is having self-compassion for yourself and self-acceptance and just acknowledging this is where I am in the moment and that's okay. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and you know, there's a room for growth. And if I stick to this, I can get, I can get better or I can do the poses better, if you will. Right. Um, when I started doing yoga, as you know, I came to this country and I didn't really understand much and I was super confused. And, um, and I was super tight. <laughs> like I was grateful for being able to touch my knees. Right. And I'm not exaggerating. Um, and I've never done any other sports. So my body was just like super skinny and weak. And I saw this woman in the back of the room and she was just graceful and beautiful. And she just knew like how to do everything. And I just kind of zoomed in on her and I was like, oh my God, she can do all these things and it's so beautiful and she's so graceful. Like I want to be like her. And I just put my mat next to her mat and <laughs> I would just do what she was doing and I was trying to do it like she was doing it. And what I'm trying to say here is that I was inspired. I, I let myself be inspired by her and let that insp inspiration drive me to um, to really um, show up every week and do my best and sort of like putting aside all the things I cannot do, but just kind of focusing on like what I'm aspiring to be like. Um, I like that. And I like that you, you, you know, you really tied in. You not only were looking at someone that you know, you were looking up to and you wanted to, you know, uh, your practice to look like, but you also said the key component there was that you were compassionate and you had that self-compassion and, you know, you were okay with where your body was, you know, being able to just touch your knees and eventually building up further and further and further and having something that you wanted to look like. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I was aware that like, I just started doing yoga of course, I cannot be as graceful or skilled or toned as the other person who's been doing that for years, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I was okay with that. And I knew that if I put my effort in, if I show up, I believed that, you know, I can be that too. <laughs> I, th I think we really can't, you know, I think people, that's, that's you know, since we're on the topic, I think that's something that's that's super intimidating is, you know, like I will never be able to be like that other person, you know, and I think it's something to remember is the more we put into the practice, the more the practice puts into us. And the other thing is, is that we have to be really comfortable with, you know, the notion of one day our bodies are just not going to be able to move a certain way, but the practice doesn't stop. Like the practice actually is there to support us, you know, whether we're working with injuries or, you know, whether we're working with, um, I, I don't know, funky stuff that's going on. Like, you know, I, there are certain things that I just no longer do in my physical practice, but because I've been practicing for so long, like I'm actually okay with it. Like I find grace in the way that I am able to move. Yes, exactly. And just enjoying the, the process itself, um, enjoying the journey. Right, the exploration that comes with yoga practice. I think sometimes we do get we get caught up on the end point. There is an end point for sure, but also, you know, in, in the teachings it does say, Hey, there's a lot of hard work you have to do to get here. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> awesome. So Sylvie, you teach um, 
you teach how many classes a week and you know for the people that that want to come check you out where can they find you um so you can find me at yoga works um at 6 p.m on monday at 6 p.m on wednesday uh, it's level one to vinyasa and then um friday at 4 15 p.m i teach vinyasa level two awesome and do you have a website people can go look you up at yeah it's sylviehiptonyoga.com and if any, anyone else gets tripped up on the last name like I did, I will actually post that in the comments below or in the links below. And uh, I'll actually tie you into uh, Sylvie's social media so you can follow her around as well. She's got some really, really great stuff to say. Perfect. Thank you so much, Dan. <laughs> Sylvie, thanks for coming on the show today. Um, is there anything else you want to say to the listeners before we go? Um, well, it was great. Being on your show, Danny. Thank you so much for the invitation. Yeah, for and sure. I would say never give up. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Until the next show, we'll see you soon. Bye bye. <laughs>